Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. King of the Hill rewatch podcast. Podcast. Uh, I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. He is, as always. And Rusty, we are at season four, episode 19, Hank's Bad Hair Day. I want to say we have three episodes, 20, 21, and 22, I think is what's left. Well, and what I'm excited about is, uh, and I wrote this in big letters at the bottom, uh, Propaniacs next week. Oh, yeah, Propaniacs next week. Yeah, tune tune in for that one. That was going to be a good one. That's one of my favorite episodes. I think uh, we had to get the audio file. Mason, for that, yeah. Mason has said he's gonna uh, give us some acapella next week. Oh, he so, is. Yeah. Okay, all yeah, right. Get him great. to beat, get him to get him to play guitar or something. <laughs> I'm having a head, bad hair day, so I'm wearing this hat. I don't know that I've. I, I don't know that I wear a lot of hats. I haven't had a bad day, hair day in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, just wait. It comes with age. All right, <laughs> so we start this sucker. No bell, no yell. Uh, I would say we'll probably get a bell and a yell in about. Two, three episodes. Two, three episodes, yeah. potentially. So we start off in the Hill family kitchen with Peggy. Uh, she's getting ready to cut Bobby's hair. She's got him in a booster seat, sitting on top <laughs> yeah. of one of those wooden chairs. She's got a, a, a cloth around his neck, uh, ready to give him a chili bowl cut. Uh, and Hank walks in. But Peggy is talking to Bobby, and she's like, who's getting chocolate milk if he sits still? Bobby's like, I'm getting chocolate milk if I sit still. Oh, man, you can tell. Oh, he loves that chocolate milk. They've done this since he was like three. You know, now he is is 12. Uh, Bobby's like swinging his legs on the chair like a little kid. Uh, It's kind of gross, honestly. Hank says, uh, hey, Bobby, uh, how'd you like to come to the barber shop with me tomorrow? Peggy says, I don't think it's up to you, Hank, or you, Bobby. I'm assuming she's saying... That it's up to her. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, th- th- she's not ready to Which, give up the haircutting. What, but uh, whatever. Peggy. I'm glad that my mom spared me 
her personal haircuts. I had a couple of home haircuts. But uh, the only hair, the only home haircuts we had, I had two home haircuts, and that was yeah. because we caught lice from some kids at school. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll do it. And uh, my dad was like, "Y'all are boys." That's your bad hair day. Yeah, well, that was my bad hair day. There you go. But uh, yeah, we just he just buzzed us whenever that happened. That happened oh, once yeah, in like sure. first or second grade. Do that and slap some tar on your head. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Hank says, Peggy, you put in 12 great years cutting Bobby's hair, and he's been very good about it. But Bobby's a big boy now, and I think he can handle seeing those copies of Esquire Jack leaves later around. <laughs> yeah, it's very, Esquire. Yeah, that's a scandalous magazine. Huh? Yeah, Bobby's like, I get to go to Jack? He's very excited about this. Hank says, uh, Bobby, you start going to him now, maybe in a couple of years you can call yeah. him Jack. Uh, before we get to Jack, I just want to go ahead and yeah. go ahead and get his voice actor stuff out of the way. Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray, which is the older yes. brother, which was the reason why we have a Bill Murray for yes. at all. Like as far as known, uh, they all started together. We discussed this before in Second our City. David Letterman endeavors. Uh, so uh, yeah, they started in mm-hmm. Sac City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everybody from uh, everybody from Chicago there. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy who runs the Caddyshack in Caddyshack. Also, uh, shout out to Rupert G at the Hello Deli. They mm. they're done. They 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 yeah. closed shop. Yeah. They so, uh, uh, they had the, uh, the the going away party or whatever yeah. for that recently. Good for them. Good for them. I'm sure that his business was amazing after oh, all of yeah. that. You know, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Couldn't imagine how it changed his how life. Big yeah. It came, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bobby jumps down from the chair and he's looking through a magazine uh, and he looks over at Peggy and he's like, uh, you can help me pick out my new haircut, Mom. We'll talk about it over chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, Peggy's like, chocolate milk? Oh, no, you're too much of a big boy for chocolate milk. And she what just pours bitch. it out right in the sink She's right in front of me. Man, that That's was... a waste of the milk, though. That's what's <laughs> – yeah. Like, she, she, she could have drank it. She, she didn't don't care. Even care. No, yeah. she didn't care. All right, so now we're over at Jack's Barbershop. Again, Brian Doyle Murray uh, being Jack. I wrote that down here. Be just yeah, I just always know his voice anytime I hear it. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's now, his insane. voice is real easy. Yeah. He's a fantastic – If you know who he is, yeah. He's a great character actor, you know. He's just he's so good. Uh, Hank walks in. And he says, hey, Jack. Uh, and uh, Jack says, so what will it be? The Roger Staubach or the rookie Roger Staubach? He's pointing to the two pictures on the on the wall. Hank says, well, Strickland propane Christmas card photos coming up. And it's important that my customers recognize me. Like, what are they not going to recognize you with a different haircut? He says, so uh, I think I'll just have the same haircut I've gotten every two weeks for the past 20 years. And he kind of looks at Jack. Jack's like. All right, is that the stallback or the rookie stallback? He goes, uh, the stallback. He goes, I can do that. Uh, he, oh, he says, I can't do I can't that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't, I don't have, have a stapler. stapler. And then everybody in the place kind of stops reading their magazine and looks over at Jack like they know something's going on. Yeah, if he's talking about a stapler around yeah. haircuts, yeah. like, what? Jack, <laughs> I would have had to get up. <laughs> Jack says, uh, I mean, the buzz buzz thing that takes the hair off. One of the customer gets up and goes, uh, you know, Jack, I'll take a rain check. And he just leaves. So, you know, things are going bad. He says, uh, Jack says to him, no problem. Get my best to Marcy. And then as soon as the guy walks out, he's just like, Bleh, sticks his tongue yeah, out yeah, at yeah. him, making fun of him. Uh, after the haircut, uh, he hands Hank the mirror and he goes, well, how's it look, Hank? He goes, uh, fine. Uh, everything's fine. And uh, Jack looks over at Bobby and he goes, hop on up, little bunny. <laughs> little bunny. Little bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's like, it's okay. I remember I'm growing my hair out to a modified Troy Aikman. Hank says, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, come on, let's go, Bobby. Uh, Jack, uh, feeling like there's something weird going on, says, uh, not so fast. You sat nice and still. Here you go. And hands him a pink sucker. Uh, he goes, uh, I'll save it for later. How about, he goes, start licking. And he just <laughs> he has to, like, force lick yeah. the, the lollipop. That's a little weird. It is very weird, yeah. 
Uh, now we're in Hank's driveway. Speaking of weird old yeah. man, uh, <laughs> when I was in RAs weird back in man. school, uh, back in, uh, I was like six, six or seven. Did you say RAs? Yeah, Royal Ambassadors. Like a church? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called Royal Ambassadors for, yeah. for yeah, men. Yeah, no, I remember for it, men. Yeah. Yeah, so for uh, men or for children? It was for children. Sorry, <laughs> whatever it is for boys, men. If you got uh, RAs for men, you got. Yeah, not RAs for men. Yeah. It was R. It was. Can't it do was that boys. these days. No, you can't. Uh, so there was like a an older guy that would kind of help wrangle all the kids up and stuff. He was like an older gentleman. He yeah. was, you know, Again, probably. You can't do that. These no, days. you can't. Yeah. He's probably can't like in his sixties or seventies or sure. whatever. Gotcha. But he kind of just assisted the youth minister and keeping us all kind of like tamed and everything. There's always that guy. Uh, yeah, but like, Mr. if you got out of hand, like, uh, he did it. He did it one time, and then uh, uh, we didn't really see him after that. But he had held me down and chewed on my ear with no teeth in, with his gum. He like bit <laughs> no. my ear. And like, Rusty, Rusty, you have a lawsuit. There, that, well, that's what I thought that was at that time. But in the, but, but I mean, he Good did it in God. front of everybody, like no. as like a like a no. gross punishment, like your grandpa Thank would you. do to you. It'd be something like your grandpa would do no. to you. But it was like some strange man, you know. No, 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 no. That's that's. <laughs> I think you need to find somebody who can get you to regress. Yeah, Remember that, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Hank is looking at himself in the truck mirror. You know, like I said, his, his trucks in the in the uh, drive way with the with the hood up and he's got the other other guys over there and uh dale walks over and goes here's a picture of you with normal hair mowing your lawn three months ago and here is a download of you at the post office minutes ago and then you can see over in the corner there's a guy with a big fake beard on he goes see the guy in the beard pointing and laughing at your head that's me <laughs> <laughs> he's just following him around taking pictures uh hank says uh, well no one else is laughing Bill walks up behind Hank. He's already he's still in his army uniform because I guess he just got off. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, "Hey, Hank, uh, what'd you do to your hair?" Hank says, "Oh, it's a nightmare, isn't it?" He goes, "Oh my, yes. He feathered in the back where he usually tapers." Oh my god, <laughs> that is the one thing about my haircut. Like if I ever when I when I go get my haircut, yeah. I hate getting my haircut. Yeah, I hate getting haircuts too. I just don't like it because I don't like sitting there. I don't like making small talk. I just yeah. I don't know. I hate I, them so much that I haven't done it in years. That <laughs> oil changes. Getting new tires, things like that. Oh, oh, I hate car maintenance, ugh. period. I just, I, I just hate it. maintaining cars. Uh, it, it, but anyway, I was going to say, instead, they always ask me, you want it straight across or you want it tapered in the back? I, said, I don't care. I don't look at it. I don't, yeah, I don't give know a what, crap. Yeah, yeah. What is tapered? Do what you'd like. It doesn't matter. You don't think, yeah. Uh, and so he goes, oh, my, yes, he feathered in the back where he usually tapers. I find it unsuitable, but it's a way to go. He goes, used to see it more with Claude Aikens, Ross Martin, Robert Stack, James MacArthur on the third season of Five O. He's talking about a Hawaii Five O, like the old, the school, old school Hawaii Five O, real cut, yeah. Hawaii Five O. Yeah, and Hank says uh, that's not what I asked for at all. He says, "Of course, I am a trained army barber." And then up comes Dale again. Well, this is on a need to know basis, but word is that Jack is losing it. I uh, heard he was arrested for running naked with a straight razor and a barber pole. Where the hell did you wow. hear this? Well, it's kind of funny though that uh, he he his mind slips in this one because in in our Artie files here it says uh, that later on in a later episode in season eight, my hair lady, yeah. it says that uh, Bill ends up working at a, a hair salon called yeah. Shoddy's yeah. when the military doesn't let him cut hair anymore, right, right. and uh, Jack is normal in that episode because Luann goes to work for Jack. At uh, Jack's hair oh, yeah. deal, remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, I guess I don't know, that that's one of the continuity things right here. This is one of their hiccups. They don't have very many of them, but this is one of those ones. It's well, he like, gets better. Ha, yeah. What did he? Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Uh, there's a cure for Alzheimer's yeah. in this world. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and then he, he ends up dying, right? 
Uh, Don't we have a a funeral for Jack at some point? I I know we do. Yeah. 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 yeah, He ends up dying. Uh, the spoiler alert, folks. Uh, sorry, I should have said that first. Yeah. Uh, Bill comes back and says, Hank, I have been very respectful of your relationship with Jack over the years, but if you're ditching him, give me a little time. I believe I can put together over 20,000 <laughs> references, which, I mean, you know, when you're talking about an army barber, I mean, he's just shaving head after head yeah. after head. You, you know? know what that's called, though? The, uh, uh, the work of people who give haircuts, mm. and it's called the tonsorial arts. Tonsorial? Yeah. That, like the books, does, does the that books g- when they're strategizing about Hank's haircut, there's some yeah. books that he looks at. One of them is called Shaving a Haircut, which everybody knows this, that, not, 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 not. And uh, actually, there's a reference to that earlier I forgot to talk about where mm. Jack's blowing the foam off. Oh, and that's it in hits a minute. The window. That's in a minute. Oh, it hasn't yeah, happened yet? Happened okay, yet. I thought it yeah, already happened. happened. My yet. bad. I yeah. got ahead of myself. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's coming, coming like right now. Uh, so, uh, or here in a few minutes. Uh, uh, Hank says, uh, you know, I'm not leaving Jack. Jack's the only barber I've ever had. He saved me from my father's haircuts. And here's my yeah. one of my favorite parts. You get a flashback to uh, Cotton cutting Hank's hair, but he has a Nazi helmet on him, and he's like Giving him big, a chili bowl. Well, he's cutting big swaths of hair off with a straight razor. He's not even... <laughs> He doesn't yeah. even have scissors. Or no. he's like, it's like a chili bowl. Yeah. He gives him a, the old Nazi chili bowl. Cotton, <laughs> Nazi chili bowl. Cotton says, uh, 45 seconds, new record. Uh, Hank, as a, as a kid or a teenager, he goes, I think you cut my ear. Cotton says, uh, I think you cry more than a guy I killed out from under that helmet. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Uh, and so it comes back to, to normal times, and Hank says, uh, so Jack had a bad day. Maybe some somebody smooth talked him out of his pension or something. Uh, and Bill says, oh, well, I guess that explains that that feathering doesn't excuse it, though. Uh, now we're back at Jack's. He's all alone. Like, there is nobody in there. And Jack's just kind of yeah. waiting, you know, to, just kind of with his fingers or whatever, you know, in the back of the seat. Says, uh, have a sink- seat, Hank. Uh, my 9, 10, and 11 canceled. Hank says, uh, you know, Jack, this is tough to say. Uh, I'm not the kind of person who would ask for any special treatment. And I still consider you a friend, but I'm not completely satisfied with my haircut. Can you imagine how much it takes for Hank to say he's not satisfied with the probably service a lot. That somebody's yeah, giving? Yeah, probably a lot. It he has goes, to really be bad service for <laughs> Hank to even mention a thing. About it, I yeah. imagine he goes, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you for a free touch up." Jack's like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> I mean, just, just as soon as he says it, "You son of a bitch." Hank says, uh, slow down, Jack. Uh, he goes, you tipped me $2. He goes, that tip, tip was a lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm sorry, Hank. It's been a tough few weeks. I'm just lucky everyone was wearing seatbelts. I don't know what that means. I don't means, know what that means either. But, dear Lord. Maybe it's that. It's kind of like <laughs> that joke about uh, what was the last thing Grandpa heard uh, before he died? The sound of everybody screaming in the car. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody wearing seatbelts. He goes, hop on up, pal. Now, take you off your shirt. Hank's like, what? He says, oh, you're going back to work, aren't you? Lunchtime haircut, you take off your shirt. So Hank does take off his shirt. He's got the, the beautiful farmer tan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He is, he is a lily Very white. Very pale man. Lily white underneath that. Uh, and he, uh, he starts cutting his hair, but then he picks up the peroxide and starts wetting down uh, Hank's hair with it. Oh, yeah, this is where we get uh, Guy Fieri Hank. Man, you yeah. just know. Yeah. Peroxide's yeah. not good for hair. For those of you that don't know, peroxide bleaches things white. Yeah. Which I he imagine swings. most of our viewers are, or, or listeners and viewers are old enough to know that. Sure. He swings Hank around in the chair, and then he just, like, leaves. He runs out the door, yeah. knocks a kid off his bike, and rides, rides down the street, yeah. <laughs> just leaving Hank there. Leaving him by himself, yeah. 
So now we're back at Strickland. I'm assuming it's either – I guess this is right after the, the haircut because he said he was going back to work. Yeah. Uh, what you hear is Enrique saying, Madre de Dios. Yeah, Madre jo- de Dios. Joe Jack's like, you said it, honey. Hank says, uh, it's okay, everybody. And then it finally shows him. And Hank has, like, bleached out white hair. Yeah, he's, he's like turned that, into Guy Fieri yeah, Hank. It's yeah. kind of that yellow-tinged white bleach yeah. hair, you know. It just Hank Fieri Hill. <laughs> he goes, uh, it's me, Hank Hill, assistant manager. Like, they couldn't recognize him again. Continue with their business as if everything were normal. I'll be working with my door closed for obvious reasons. He closes his door. And then from outside the door, almost immediately, you hear Buck. Hey, who's got their door closed? What's going on in there? Good God, Hank, you look like that fella killed the other fella. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't know who that is either, but it's great. I don't know who that is, but I like that line. Yeah. Hank says, sir, I don't like to point fingers, but my barber, well, I did ask for a free touch-up, but no, 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 he's out. Uh, and Buck says, I still can't pay you for today. Now take the afternoon off and turn your hair back to a boy's color. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Can't pay you for the day. <laughs> I can't pay you for wow. the day. Now we're back at Jack's, and this is what you were talking about. Uh, Jack is all by himself again, uh, and uh, he is squirting shaving cream on his head. He's sitting in the chair, just putting yeah. shaving cream on his head. And then blowing it off. <laughs> he goes, uh, have a seat, Hank. I'll be with you as soon as I'm done with this gentleman. There is no one there. Not at He's all. He's just like, as soon as I'm done with this guy, and there's nothing in the chair. Uh, he gets in the chair, and he starts like, miming cutting his hair with his fingers through the uh through the shaving cream which is insane uh hank says uh jack i I couldn't do this over the phone uh jack we had a great 25 years but jack interrupts him and goes you don't have to say it hank Uh, i'm getting out of the business can't stand dealing with the jackasses anymore you were one of the good ones hank but your kid's a jackass (laughs) but your kid's a jackass yeah And Hank leaves, and as he leaves, you can see Jack pick up the hairdryer, and he's blowing the shaving cream, and it's just and when it all hits, over the windows. And when it hits the, when it hits the window, yeah. it does the, the oh, is that shave and a haircut. Oh, see, I didn't even realize Two that. bits. Yeah. I didn't realize huh. it either when I watched it. Artie's the one that picked that up. Oh, good catch, I'm going to have to go back and that's check nice. that because yeah. I want to I hear that. Yeah, I would just, like to see that, uh, yeah. too. Yeah, that's cool. That's a really good, like little tiny thing tiny, that they put in tiny there that, thing. Yeah, and that could have really been cool. and that could have that could have just been the foley artist doing that that yeah, might have not had nothing true. to do with the, the could, uh, i'm gonna look at that i wonder if that's what it was if it was like the animators splatted it in that yeah. pattern so yeah. the foley artist had to do it or they just splatted it in a random pattern and the foley artist what is that da, da, seven counts. seven seven splotches you'd need I think so. I think seven. Seven or eight. We're adult males yeah, counting how many beats there are in this. Uh, now we're back at the Hill House. It's night. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. For sure. seven for and sure. Hank is going through the uh, the yellow pages. There's your flashback uh, to the past. He's got the yellow pages. The yellow open pages. And he's going down. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he says, uh, McMainerbury has to have a late night barber shop. Uh, Peggy says, Arlen has one, Hank, and it's closer than you think. And she's got the clippers out. She goes, come on, let's go. He goes, Peggy, do, do you know anything about dyeing hair? She goes, what's to know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. What's in, to Peggy, know? in Peggy fashion, it's what's to know? Who cares? Yeah, Let's she just doesn't do care. It. We're just going to figure it out. And what, what I'm starting to get alarmed at is how many people just walk into Hank's house through the sliding glass doors. Oh, yeah, they just like show a, up and just walk like through. All, they, yeah. don't, they don't knock. They, don't, they just walk in. <laughs> so yeah. in comes Bill. Uh, hello, Hank. I heard about Jack. I'm sorry. He goes, uh, how'd you hear about Jack? He goes, well, it was on TV. You didn't see the high-speed chase? And Hank's just Ooh. like, oh, no. <laughs> he just shakes his head. 
He goes, if there's anything I can help with, and it looks like there is, Hank, I've never cut civilian hair, but uh, I've been looking at your head a long time. Hank, <laughs> Hank, Hank says, don't do this, Bill. Trust me, it's not easy being my barber. And then Bill, this is this is probably uh, some of the most dialogue we've heard out of Bill in a very long not time. Not only the most dialogue, but this is some of the most suspect things. It is. To, to say to another man that you're not romantically <laughs> yes. involved with, which is, right. I, I mean, that's, that's right. all good and glory, too. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> this is just odd for a, a friend, too. Two friends. Like, oh, yeah, you're big, strong, muscly. Well, he says, you know, it's not easy being my barber. He goes, I know that. You've got those big, thick neck muscles that knot up when you're tense, leaving that deep, deep valley, and then the northern ridge runs almost transverse to the crown. You worry too much about those, and you hit that scar over your left ear. Seems like there's a story there. You never shared it with me, but that's okay. Because you might think I'm a gossip, and I probably am, but how the hell would you know if I'm a bad barber? I mean, he just boom, boom, <laughs> boom, all over the place. Yeah, he is. He don't even know where he's at. <laughs> and Peggy, of course, being shitty Peggy. He's the same way with me. Oh, okay, Peggy. Uh, and Bill looks at her and goes, you're an amateur, Peggy. Jack was a legend, Hank, but uh, when I come over to my best friend's house and I see this, you're calling me an idiot. And he throws the yellow pages down on the floor. Hank's like, oh, I just want my old life back. Yeah. He goes, well, you tell me one goddamn thing you know about cutting hair, Hank. Huh? What is that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Hank yeah. says, Bill, how's it, how's it going to be in the alley if you screw it up? He goes, I can do it, Hank. If you don't like it, we'll never discuss it again. You owe me a chance. Hank's like, uh, can you dye it back? That there are 53 I like how proud he is, though. That's oh. the thing. I, I like uh. when, when he says this and he's like, can you dye it back? He's like, Nah, there are 53 officers Bill, on that Bill base. Bill knows yeah. his shit. Like, he is – this is the one thing that Bill knows he is good but at. But that's the thing. That's you what know? I like about him. He 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 knows his strengths, mm -hmm. and he's confident in his strengths. He just doesn't know his weaknesses. He just doesn't know his weaknesses. Yeah. He says, there are 53 officers on that base who aren't wearing their natural hair color. I dare you to pick them out. Hanks, <laughs> I like that. I dare you to pick them out. Hank says, I need your earliest appointment. He goes, I got a 5 a.m. and a 5.30, but I can squeeze you in at 6. He goes, all right, then. Okay, then. And then he just walks off. So now we've got the night to think about it, right? And so Hank is in bed. He's kind of sleepless, tossing and turning. Bill is up across the street, and he's doing homework. Like, he's got – yeah. A, a drawing of Hank's head, and he's he's like you know mapping it out, mapping and all it this out stuff. and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, now we're yeah, at, he's taking it to the next level. Oh, I really like. I'm oh. sure there is a science to it and everything when oh, you go sure. to when you go to, sure. to to barber college and learn how to actually do it. But to hear it and to see it is funny. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we're at Fort Blanda, the Army base where uh, Bill works. Uh, Hank comes in uh, wearing one of those deer hunter hats, like with the flaps down on it, <laughs> yeah. so nobody can see yeah. his hair. Uh, he goes, uh, Bill, he says, uh, Hank, I heated some toaster pastries. There's an excellent article about counterfeit truck parts. And Hank just sits down and goes, let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, Bill is really trying here. He's trying to do some small talk. So now you get a montage of him coloring his hair, cutting his hair, all that kind of stuff. And then we fast forward and the, the haircut is over. Uh, he turns Hank around in the chair. He goes, how's that? Well, that's good. That's Jack good. Yeah. That's a haircut I wanted for the Strickland Propane Christmas card. You did it, buddy. Book me again in two weeks and every two weeks for the next 25 years. What do I owe you? Bill's like, no, 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 Hank. This one's on me. And then he says the most WTF thing in this entire uh, episode. He goes, no, 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 Hank. This one's on me. If I could just keep the hair. Wait, what? What? You, 
You want to keep Hank's hair? <laughs> That's odd, boy. Man. <laughs> Hank doesn't even. Yeah, he's he, odd. Well, <laughs> Hank doesn't even respond to this. He's like, no, 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 no. This is a great haircut. I insist. Dude, he just asked to keep your human hair That's... after a haircut. Ugh. Bill says, geez, Hank, I don't even think I have a cash register. He goes, Hank Hill always pays his barber. Now, you are are you my barber or not? Bill says, I'll find a way to charge you. I'll, I'll fill out all the proper forms and get the ball rolling. Hank says, great, and here's a little something for you. He hands, hands Bill some money, and Bill looks at it, and he's just, like, stunned and happy. I mean, when Bill gets happy, he is extremely happy. Yeah, you can tell. You see it in his face. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Uh, now we're at the Hill House uh, in the kitchen. Hank's looking at bills. He's just kind of going through stuff. Bobby's sitting there next to him, cutting out coupons for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what Bobby's looking for in the coupons, but uh, he's got like one of those big sheets, you know, that like comes in the uh, the mail still. Yeah, they still send them in the mail. Always, they used to get them in the Sunday papers, yeah. but the rest in peace to the Sunday paper. Always a little Caesars coupon. Always. Always. Always little Caesars. Burger King coupons. Always. Yeah, that's true. A lot of Burger I King. I use the hell out of those. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, well, that's the thing now they got the apps oh, for yeah, all these, sure. re- every restaurant sure. has an app yeah. and every restaurant so has a, not only like a coupon system, but they also have like a deal of the day and rewards. And yeah. McDonald's honestly is, is McDonald's the best one. <laughs> even had, well, even had a thing called as seen as, mm-hmm. and what it was is with McDonald's movies that were seen oh, in yeah, movies. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Like the brown yeah. bag scene. And, and, and the, if yeah. you, and if you ate there during that time and used their app, if you ordered one of those as seen by meals, they gave you a special QR code link yeah. to a merch store oh, wow. to get exclusive merch that had to do something with the McDonald's being in whatever the movie. All of McDonald's these movies, is pretty good at that. Kind oh, of their stuff, marketing man. Their is phenomenal. Marketing stuff is uh, I actually the other night uh, in, in Discordia Land uh, in this comedy server that I'm in bumped into the voice of New Zealand McDonald's. Oh, he he okay. does all of the voice work. For McDonald's New Zealand. Okay. So uh, I'm going to try to get him, uh, see if he, he wants to interview. He also bumped into somebody else. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, about a week ago. Yeah, he's real busy right now. I'm going to try to get a, uh, get get him nailed down. But uh, Mojo Nixon, it was uh, his son. Yeah, his son. So if you folks don't know who Mojo Nixon is, you need to go look that up. Uh, it was Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper to begin with. Uh, I remember seeing Mojo Nixon at Stubbs in Austin before they built the concert park. Yeah. So you would have to go in the restaurant to watch a concert that was just being put on this little stage in the corner kind of thing. Uh, everybody be dancing in the restaurant or whatever. It's you like know. world famous now, isn't it, it Stubbs? Was, yeah, it was It was crazy at that point because yeah, every time you left a concert, you smell like smoke. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I just remember um, – so it is, I, I'm going to give you an idea how old I am. But uh, Mojo Nixon's up on stage. He uh, they He was opened – by a band called the Nixons, which I also liked at the time. Yeah. Uh, very stupid stuff. Uh, but then Mojo Nixon comes up, he starts his concert, and then Jello Bafria of uh, Dead Kennedys shows up to play well, with Well, that him. guy. That, and then they put out an album yeah, together. His son that I met, uh, or whatever, on Discordia Land, and yep. uh, he was talking about Jelly or whatever and how he remembers him as a kid in the living room oh, yeah. with his dad and stuff like that. Oh, I don't doubt yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to get him on. So That'd be fantastic. We're definitely going to get – hopefully get Mojo Nixon on. He said that <laughs> – You we, get Mojo Nixon on here. Like I said, I'll, I'll do the show without my pants. We got, we got to uh, – I think we got to wait for NASCAR because they're yeah. in the middle of NASCAR season yeah. right now, right? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Sure. But he said after NASCAR season we'll be able to get his dad because he does XM something yeah. for now. He's got he a NASCAR show XM, on Sirius, yeah. Yeah, Mojo was, um, he, he had a famous song called Stuffing Martha's Muffin. 
And it was yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about having <laughs> sex with Martha Quinn, yeah, who yeah, was yeah. one of the VJs at the time, yeah, on MTV. Okay, so we're at the Hill House. They're in the kitchen. It's Hank uh, looking through the bills, and Bobby's there cutting coupons for some reason. Oh, another offer to subscribe to the New Yorker. I do not wish to subscribe to your publication, he writes on it. And you know he's going to send that in, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, huh, something from the U.S. Army. I hope I'm not drafted. <laughs> and then he opens it up, and he goes, $900 for a haircut? Damn it, Bill. He gets up and leaves the room, and Bobby's just like, and I'm sitting here cutting coupons. What the? What happened? <laughs> the what? Do, I need to get Do you hear that? Desk? Do I need to get underneath? I don't think it's that serious. It's probably some kickoff huh. crap. Is it almost time for kick? It's five o'clock. It may be what time, time for th- kickoff. Nah, it can't be because the next game start don't start till like. No, know. their game starts at seven. Oh, it starts at it seven. It is what? It's five o'clock. Yeah, yeah it's maybe. probably some pregame. Sorry, folks. Crap. We heard uh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it sounded like the mortars were <laughs> laid yeah. off. Yeah, you talking about the end of the world? <laughs> All right, so uh, those mortars will take us to uh, commercial our first break. commercial break, and we'll <laughs> be right back. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> scared That's us right. too. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll we'll take this break, and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Uh, thanks for holding with us uh, through those commercials. Uh, nothing has happened outside. We don't believe that the end of the world has happened yeah, yet. Yeah, no, just uh, uh, it was just a football game. Just a football game. College right. football, wild in Texas. <laughs> it is they had wild. Cannons. Yeah. Earlier today, Artillery Texas, Texas lost their first game to Oklahoma, which is uh, that's it, probably what they're celebrating over a, there right it now. It was a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a game. It's probably but, what Baylor's uh, over there yeah. celebrating. Texas got another year to go. Uh, okay, so we're at Fort Blanda. Uh, and uh, we're in one of the officers' offices. Uh, the officer's sitting behind the, the desk. Hank is there discussing this $900 haircut. There's another uh, soldier just sitting over there, like not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the officer says, uh, oh, I wish this bill were a mistake, Mr. Hill, but that's how much it costs the Army to give someone a haircut. We pay $80,000 for each military-grade barber chair. The French make a chair that costs $110,000. Damn good chair. But I ain't paying one hundred and ten thousand dollars for a barber chair. <laughs> Hank says, "Wasting all that money like buying a haircut for Saddam Hussein." I hate Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I like his haircut, but that's it. Yeah, rest uh, in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, the guy says, "Look, I, I, I know the chair's too much at eighty thousand dollars, but then they give us a B two bomber for one point three billion. That's where we make it up." And he goes, <laughs> they, "It's just this blank look between Hank and the soldier," and he goes. Well, you try getting a B-2 bomber for $1.3 billion. You can't do it. Hank <laughs> just like, Ugh. he leaves. The other soldier uh, meets him at the door and goes, it is a very nice haircut. I love when they do those voices for like military guys. It is a very nice haircut. Yeah. It is a very nice haircut. <laughs> now we're in the alley with all four of them. Uh, Bill says, $900. I'm sorry, Hank. I had no idea I was that valuable. So that's where the Army makes all its money. No, Bill, that's not how that works. Uh, I don't think they're paying themselves to cut their own soldiers' hair. But whatever, Bill. Uh, Dale says even Bill Clinton only spends three hundred dollars on his haircuts, and for that he gets a haircut plus a high colonic administered by Barbara Streisand. I got a story for you here. So uh, Barbara Streisand was a big known Clinton supporter at that sure. time. Yeah, but uh, 
the, I don't the, think the, she gave high colonics. So. No, nah, I don't think she gave him high colonic. But the uh, the controversy behind the haircut was in 1993. So supposedly, uh, I mean, imagine this is what happened. So President yeah. Clinton, yeah. Uh, they shut down two of LAX's four runways. So at this time, they only had four. It's one of the busiest airports in the world. I do remember this. Yeah, so he and they shut it down haircut, so right? he could get a haircut on the yeah. tarmac from Christophe. Yeah. The Beverly Hills. Christoph. Christoph. You remember that? that I want to get that to a big point Beverly where Hills? I only have one name. Christoph. Nikkei. Nikkei. <laughs> that's me. Uh, he says, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Hank. I didn't realize that's where I make all the money. He says, Bill Clinton uh, gets a high colonic from Barbara Streisand. Bill's like, uh, well, I guess I should have offered. No, Bill, you shouldn't offer to give high colonics to people. Uh, Hank says, if I was going to pay $900 for a haircut, it'd have to be an everlasting haircut. Little Willy Wonka inside there. Uh, Bill says, Hank, you can't fight the army without declaring war. Dale says, maybe if you had the Marines on your side, Bill immediately just fires off. Yeah, they're better than us. They're better than us. From behind the fence. the sword. From behind the fence, you hear Peggy go, Hank, there's something here. It's from the army. And Dale just immediately says, incoming, and just runs away. <laughs> like this, like they're sending a freaking missile to his yeah, house yeah, or yeah. something. Uh, uh, Peggy says, it's a collection letter. And Hank, Hank goes over there. He's looking through it. And he goes, oh, all right, they asked for it. I am going to write my congressman. Okay, Hank. That's, all right, Hank. That's a calm down. By the way, on the, on the bill that he gets, it's stamped with a little ghost. And it says, we don't mean to haunt you, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it's got like a little <laughs> picture of a ghost on it. I love that. Uh, Hank goes in. He sits down at the Blueberry Mac in Peggy's office. Uh, and then... He does one of the things uh, – I'm going to use my phone here, but, like, imagine this is a mouse. Hank, and I know you folks listening can't hear this, but uh, he, he picks up the mouse in midair and just starts clicking. Like it's going to – Like it's going to – like it's a pointer mouse or something. Yeah. 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 Hank uh, Hank does not understand mice. No, he does not. So uh, he, oh, and that uh, that computer again solidifies that canny uh, that oh, the, sure. the computer is canon yeah, now. Yeah, yeah absolutely, canon. absolutely. I kept looking for uh, like the Peggies on the wall, the neon. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So he he gives up on the computer, uh, and he just on regular notebook paper starts writing out a note. We then transition to later, and the only reason we know this is because uh, we're in the kitchen. Bobby's getting a haircut again. And Hank has the shaggiest hair I've ever seen on. Yeah, him. he has a really, right? yeah, really shaggy. shaggy. Dude. And he's reading this letter that he got in the mail. Representative Jim Powell thinks your problem and flag burning are amongst the biggest problems facing America today. That's why Jim Powell has introduced House Resolution 11461. It would ban flag burning and all. Uh, he never read it. He goes, I'd go see him in person, but no self-respecting bus company would allow me on them with a hair like this. <laughs> Self-respecting bear, uh, uh, bus, bus company, company. Yeah. it's crazy. All right, so now we see a garage sale that's going on in Bill's front yard. Uh, Hank drives up. The other two guys are over there. Bill says, uh, hey, Hank, I'm going to raise that money for you. Uh, Dale holds up an ice crusher, and he goes, can you do better on the ice crusher? Bill says, 900, firm. He goes, and he, he's talking to Hank. He goes, it only takes one. So he's going to sell one item for $900 to make up everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hank says, don't do it, Dale. I'm not paying $900 for that haircut. If I was going to waste $900, I'd get something useful like a compound miter saw. Bill says, I thought you said I did a good job. He goes, but what kind of fool would pay $900 for a haircut? Now, Bill, I could really use a trim. We could do it in my garage. Bill's like, oh, I'm only allowed to cut hair at the base. Uh, the U.S. Army spent $3, $3 million, million dollars training, training me. me. 
Good that's lord. A joke. Uh, Hank says, "Forget." And you know, I really thought the 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 one point three billion dollar plane joke wasn't oh. that that wasn't that funny either because the military generally goes with the lowest bidder anyway. That's who builds things. Is the guy who I don't know. I've also heard the, the five hundred dollar hammer. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, army, I've heard so of that kind of stuff know. too. Yeah, I guess it goes both ways. Uh, see, uh, Hank says, "Forget the army. It'll take you ten minutes. I'll vacuum myself." Uh, Bill's like, "Sorry, Hank. You you got your principles. I got mine. Half of a half a percent." He's like mumbling to himself. Hank's like, what? He goes, that's what you tip me. $2 on a $900 haircut is less than half of a half of a percent. And he just storms off. Uh, Hank's just like, Ugh. and Dale comes up and says, you don't need Bill. Boomhauer and I love our girl. And he shows him a little pink card out of his out of his pocket. Yeah. Uh, Bill is on the treadmill, by the way. And Boomhauer is lifting some very, very small weights over in the corner. Boomhauer says, uh, yeah, man, I'll tell you what, man. Little old gal taking a mild minute, man. Like, slow down, man. No moose, no jail shower and go, man. Uh, and Dale says, with me, it's all about speed. I don't even need to take my hat off. And then he shows him that little pink card. Yeah. Hank says, so that's where you get your hair cut, huh? Uh, Dale's like, uh, what's wrong with our hair? Hank says, I didn't say anything. He goes, uh, Dale says, well, she does pimp that conditioner pretty hard. So now we're at the uh, supper table, supper table, supper table at the <laughs> at the Hill House. Hank, Bobby, and Peggy. Uh, Hank is trying to eat, and he finds a hair in his food. He's like, oh, God, I need a hairnet. Peggy's just like, oh, okay, look, Hank, why don't you go ahead and take my one o'clock with Ernst tomorrow? Ernst. Do not be late unless That's you want the coldest shampoo of your life. Yeah, Ernst. I guess his parents only could afford Ernst. one E. Yeah, no T's in this Can house. Can I buy an E? Uh, next day, we're at the place, and I'm assuming this is where Ernst does his hair cutting. Yeah. Uh, it, Hank walks up to it, and there are two like mannequin heads in the uh, window, and they both have barber poles coming out of the top of their heads. So you know this is, place is a little different. Uh, he <laughs> he opens the door, and you hear, <laughs> you know, like this music just pulsating House throughout music, the place. Yeah. He walks back out, kind of looks at the ground, and is like depressed. He doesn't know where else to go, so he goes back in. Next thing we see is the army has pulled up to Hank's house with uh, like a Humvee. There's a bunch of guys in it. And then there's two officer looking guys that are up there knocking on Hank's door. As soon as Hank pulls up and gets out, number one, he has bangs at this point. He's got he's got like these yeah, bangs. Yeah, he's got bangs down. and everything, yeah. And the second thing is, as soon as he gets out of the truck, you hear from off screen Dale going, that's him, that's Hank Hill, I think. <laughs> he just <laughs> immediately... Just uh, calls him out. Uh, the officer turns around and goes, uh, I haven't been in touch with Congressman Jim Powell's office. I'm here to present you with a whistleblower's award of $3,900 plus this point of light. And he hands him an award, and it looks like a flame. It yeah, almost looks yeah, like yeah. The, the, the propane award. Uh, he goes, for me? I didn't even know they kept that going. What's the money for? It's 10% of what you save the Army by eliminating government waste. This way, and he looks at the camera. They take a quick picture, and then the other guy goes, I like the old haircut better. So I'm assuming it was the same guy that told him he liked his haircut. Uh, now, we are back on uh, Fort Blanda base. Bill is cutting some hair of, uh, I'm assuming, like a new private or whatever. And he's having this conversation. Yeah, I hear they're watching it, uh, sh uh, wearing it short in Guantanamo this summer. It's the Ricky Martin influence. Uh, in, comes the <laughs> yeah. in comes the captain. That's terrible. Bill salutes him. And he goes, sir, would the captain like me to throw the lieutenant out of the chair, sir? And the captain says, Sergeant, I have bad news. This base is disbanded the barber unit. I think we're inefficient. Petition to reinstate has been filed, but that could take 20 years. I'm sorry. Report for reassignment in the morning. Bill, he's lost all will to live. 
he yep. runs over and <laughs> grabs it. he runs over and grabs the blue blue liquid that you sterilize the combs and in goes to drink and he starts it. to drink it and the guy goes, don't do it son bill's like i got no place else to go and that takes us to our second commercial break uh if you're feeling like drinking blue liquid that uh, you disinfect combs in please see someone All right, and we are back uh, for the uh, third third of this uh, show. We've done our two thirds, and now we've got Hank with bangs. We got Bill being fired. Yeah, it's been a tumultuous. It uh, has been tumultuous time for two two of these guys here. So now uh, we got Hank in the kitchen. He's looking at the check. Bobby uh, is going through the fridge, and Hank's saying kind of to himself, "He's like thirty nine hundred dollars. We could get a new roof just for the heck of it." Uh, Dale comes in again, somebody just walking through the sliding glass doors and he goes, you eliminated Dale or Bill, Bill eliminator. Bill eliminator. He goes, what? He goes, the army shut down the Sergeant Barbers. Now Bill has no purpose in the army either. Jesus, Dale, that is, that's a rough one. He has no purpose <laughs> in the barber in, in, the, in the army either. <laughs> kind of a friend are you, Dale? <laughs> He's not. Jack wagon. Uh, Hank says, oh no, is Bill all right? He goes, I didn't ask. I came straight here so I could see your face when you found out what you did. He looks down at the award that's sitting on the table, and he goes, is that a real crystal? He goes, hey, look, you can make a prism. He holds it up, and you see yeah, his face all light, weird yeah. in it. Yeah. Now uh, we're at Bill's house, and Bill is over there. He's just kind of going through the motions. He's cutting his bushes like he would somebody's hair, like he's gathering the little pieces through his fingers, and he's cutting it with scissors and stuff. Hank walks up with a beer, and he goes, uh, maybe you want to take a little off around the ears. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's not funny. Bill says, oh, don't worry about me, Hank. Army made me a barber. It's theirs to take away. Hank's like, Bill, you are an artist. You do things with hair that I've only seen other people do, do with, with wood. wood. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines right there. <laughs> Have you ever thought about going out on your own? <laughs> Bill's like, oh, God, no. Then I'd just be a barber. I wouldn't be cutting hair for my country. No, I'll just punch the clock till I'm ordered not to. It's rough. Yeah, uh, that is rough. Yeah, the next thing we see is uh, Bill is at a college fair a college job fair trying to pimp the army to these kids. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> yeah. They did that to me when I was in, because uh, I did JROTC in high yeah, school. Yeah, sure. So they, you know, they really hit us really hard. So as a re one of the requirements was our junior and senior year, we had to take the ASVAB, you know, we yep. took it junior year and then senior year. Sure. And, uh, you know, if you score good on it, you're, they just bug the crap out of oh, you. Oh, yeah. But uh, the commander had told me, he goes, if you have no intention to go in the military, just go get you a free meal. And right. sit down and just let them tell yeah. you whatever. And you can get you a free good meal from wherever you want in town. Huh. So that's what I did. I was like, yeah, take me to this. Uh, uh, it was a, oh, what was that? It was a steakhouse. Uh, I can't remember which, which steakhouse I had him take me to yeah. now. But I, I was like, yeah, let me go to a steak. Let's, let's go to the steakhouse. So he sat there and bought me a $30 steak and talked to me about the army. And that was the end of it. Insanity. <laughs> uh, so he's talking to these kids that are coming up to his, his table. And he says, uh. 9 a.m. is overstating it, really. Most days, things don't get rolling until oh, 10.30. Uh, and then these other two kids come walking up, and they're they're getting through his uh, his his swag. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, uh, they've always got this swag they're giving away. And uh, he goes, hey, didn't I already give you a pen? And the kid's like, uh, yeah, you already gave me a pen. What are you going to do about it? 
And Bill just is like, I can't leave my booth. And then he marks down. Now, he marks down on this page. Like, I guess he's supposed to keep track of how many kids he talks to. Yeah. But it, it has the number two, and then he's crossed through it, and there's a three. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, it ought to it be the other way around. Yeah, 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 the other way around. But whatever. Uh, okay, so now we're at the Hill House in the kitchen. Uh, Hank and Peggy. Hank says, I'm out of the Strickland Christmas card. Peggy's like, because of your hair? But Christmas is eight months away. He goes, well, Mr. Strickland wanted an elf in the picture, and the Arlen midget spends his winters in Florida. He goes, damn it. Customers will think I don't wish them a Merry Christmas. Hector wouldn't wear the antlers five years ago, and his sales have never recovered. Peggy's like, wow, you're talking, uh, you're taking this even harder than poor Bill. He goes, you saw Bill? She says, mm-hmm. Over at the high school job fair, he was wiping eggs off his Jeep. Gee whiz. Uh, oh, wait, and Dale has something that he wants to tell you. Uh, okay, they're auctioning off Bill's old barber equipment today, and he's absolutely heartbroken, and, oh, it's all your fault. Uh, try and look surprised. God, she's a turd. Yeah, it's terrible. I never, until we started this show, and, and we really started reading into these things, I never realized how big a turd she is. All right, so we're back at Fort Blanda. It's dark. Uh, we're in the chow hall. I'm assuming it's first thing in the morning. Captain comes in through the door, and he says, that's the last time I go off base for a haircut. And by the way, he's got bangs now. Yep, also. now he's got bangs. Yeah. He's like, okay, so who here knows how to cut hair? And one soldier looked at the other and goes, don't answer. It's a trick. Now we're at uh, the Fort Blanda public auction, which I didn't know they had these, but great. There's a yeah, band. there's a, there's websites where you can go buy uh, old surplus military vehicles, filing cabinets. Is that where the McLennan I mean, County Sheriff's Office gets? They a have Humvee? one too. Yeah. Uh, actually, they don't. That's uh, actually where they get their home visa stuff from. Is a military program. And it's not surplus. That's it's nuts. never before been used. Is so they get brand new military equipment. It's insanity. Yeah. Uh, so there's a banner up and there's a stage underneath it. And there's a podium and all this stuff because they're gonna have this auction. And uh, sitting in the audience is uh, uh, Hank and Dale, and he's talking to Dale, and he goes, here's the plan. We have to get as much as we can for $3,900, less than 900 for the haircut and the 10% auction fee. And he asked Dale for some reason. He goes, what's that come out to? Dale's like, uh, say it again. <laughs> and, then he, and then he says, look over there. And you see this guy who can only be described as, as like um, a mafia underling. So, like, his, his shirt is unbuttoned down to his navel. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's yeah. got a bunch of gold chains. He's bald, but he's he's a little pudgy. Uh, looks like What a, are you talking about? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm walking here. He goes, uh, he sees that guy, and he goes, that's Cole Kitten, the kingpin of the Army Surplus Auction World. And then the uh, auctioneer starts as those guys come in behind him and sit. First item, number 4801, Army Barber Chair, originally $80,000. I'm going to start the bidding at $2. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to this auction. Uh, the guy, Kitten, from behind him, he raises his paddle, which is number 14, and says $3. Hank raises his, which is number 35, and he goes $4. Uh, the Kitten guy goes, huh. Because he's got somebody, I, I, obviously, he's used to buying this stuff for little and nothing, you know, and then flipping it. Yeah. Uh, Dale says, watch me take this guy out. Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the guy goes six dollars. I mean, that's <laughs> you didn't do much there. Uh, much later, we see Dale still standing up with the 35 paddle. And he goes two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Then the kitten guy goes three thousand dollars. <laughs> and Dale's just like, Geek! that's it. 
So he gave it his best shot, I guess. Uh, now we see the uh, the Army Recruiting Office. Um, that's where Bill is at now. Uh, the office hours there are Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Bill's talking to a uh, kid that he wants to get into the Army. Uh, kid's got his feet propped up on the desk, and he goes, uh, listen, I, I'll be honest. If I get $20, I sign you up, I'll, I'll give you half of it. Uh, and then the uh, the officer rolls in, and he goes, don't retrieve in now. And he uh, runs out, uh, jumps into the Humvee with him. Uh, they they go, uh, they take Bill back to Fort Blanda, and they come in through a door, and you see a bunch of arcade machines. Right? Yep. He goes, Dotrieve, your records have been doctored to show you are a master electrician with security clearance for pinball repair, but your actual mission is to stand at this privately donated chair, which does not exist. Do you understand me? And do the only thing you're good at. He opens the, the curtains, and Hank's standing there with the chair. Bill, obviously, is a little little verklempt uh, uh, at this, you know, kind of choking back the tears. He goes, but, but, sir, what if somebody sees me? Captain says, don't ask, don't tell. That policy's got to work for something. <laughs> which I think is a fantastic joke. Oh, yeah, that's a great joke. <laughs> uh, he goes to the chair, and he's talking to Hank, and he goes, I'm going to need my combs in the jar. Hank literally hands him the combs hands in, him the the jar. in the jar. He's got yeah. everything ready for him. He goes, Hank, I, I, I don't know how to. And Hank says, there's no time. Uh, the Strickland Christmas card shoots are in an hour. He goes, but but I haven't cut hair in a week. And Captain goes, commence to cutting. And he goes, yes, sir. And he just starts cutting his hair. Uh, next thing we get is, uh, uh, well, they close the c- close curtains, and you can see that there's Army officers there watching them, you know, to kind of watch over it. Next thing we get, we're at the uh, Strickland Christmas card shoot, and uh, you got Buck, Joe Jack, some lady, some other lady, Enrique, and then you have a, a, a little person dressed as an elf uh, smoking a cigarette on the back of a propane tank reindeer. <laughs> Hank comes sliding in. And Buck's like, all right, let's get, let's take this thing. Hank comes in, and they finally take the Christmas card. And then you see a copy of the card on the screen, and we roll the credits. Yep, that's Bill it. used his, uh, his, his, really his only ability to uh, make a true impact in not only Hank's life, but in the life of all Others. the Army guys. The yeah. lives of the Army yeah. guys. That, uh, that officer probably been on that base for a long time, and that's yeah. a guy he just used to get his hair cut yeah, from. and absolutely. He liked a crispy cut. Well, again, 20,000 references, right? Yeah. Uh, we get the credits. After the credits, we hear Hank say, oh, God, I need a, ha- I need a hairnet. And that is it, man. Uh, that is season four, episode nineteen, Hank's Bad Hair Day. Yep. So Hank's you want to tell them where day. they can find us if they want any more of this nonsense? Uh, you can't find us on the Guantanamo Bay because that's not you where cannot. we're at. Uh, but you Pirate can Bay, find us. Maybe. Yeah. Not Guantanamo. Uh, well, that's. Uh, I was just looking through Artie's facts. I'd skipped one, and he was saying that Guantanamo Uh-oh. Bay wouldn't be a commonly known military base after nine eleven. Well, that's but true. But it had that's been true. a naval base for. Uh, they had they 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 permanently leased that area of land since 1903. Really, wow! In a particular chunk of land. Huh. But uh, yeah, you can find us on over at bwaaakoth dot com, or you could uh, go find us at uh, patreon dot com slash bwaaakoth and uh, go support us. Throw a couple dollars on there, keep lights on for us, and uh, keep this going. Yeah. So we keep giving you guys content. There is one level at Patreon, and it's just for support. And uh, if you are a supporter, we will uh, shout your name out very, very soon. Uh, we really appreciate all y'all's help. And again, like you said, help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the uh, shooters at bay. 
uh, and uh, keep doing this thing. Next week, Propaniacs. Propaniacs. It'll be a fun one. Hey, and something, since we talked Mojo Nixon, uh, I want to bring up something real quick that we don't mention very often. Flame Trick Subs, uh, wonderful band. Great they band. Uh, great, provided great band. the music for this uh, with their Deep in the Heart of Texas song, and uh, I want to thank them. If you get a chance, please check out Flame Trick Subs. Uh, yeah, I've known those guys for, well, I've known Mike, the singer, for probably 30 years. Uh, but they are still out there touring and doing a hell of a job. So if you uh, if you ever go see them, uh, just stand in the crowd and shout Running Bear until they play that song. Uh, he hates it. So, All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Uh, we appreciate it. Jordan, here's your uh, Smushmallow. There's that Smushmallow. Uh, and uh, we will see you again next week for Propaniacs. We matanye. We matanye indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network 